The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. We are each pearl resting within the process that it takes to become the pearl. And that process is exactly what's explained if you dive into the Gene Keys, the beautiful work of Richard Rudd. There are three classic paths that lead towards higher consciousness. They are meditation, concentration, and contemplation. Meditation is the great passive art in which all forms, thoughts, and feelings are simply witnessed exactly as they are. Meditation is rooted in the holistic right hemisphere of the brain. Concentration, on the other hand, is the path of effort. It is rooted in the left side of the brain. But right in the middle of these two paths is contemplation. Contemplation utilizes aspects of both meditation and concentration. It involves a kind of cellular digestion. Well, this is how the gene keys are best approached. In a spirit of deep relaxation, intelligence is activated through the patience and softness of the heart and only later confirmed by the mind. Here, you need to be a lover of the mystery with a beginner's mind, rather than arriving as an expert determined to solve a riddle. I invite you to listen to uh, the radio shows that have preceded this one, because we talk about the work of Richard Rudd, the Gene Keys, and the Golden Pathway. The first segment discusses the activation sequence, the first section of the Golden Pathway, and then we move into the second radio show, which talks about the Venus sequence having to do with partnership and really diving deeply into our shadows, our reactions, our responses, and becoming aware of how we can move into the gift and the highest expression of who we are through those partnerships. Now we discuss the pearl, and this is our place of prosperity. This is the place where we truly step into the higher expression and our purpose of who we are on this planet. It is the opportunity to dive into the true meaning of why you're here. So welcome back, Richard. I'm so excited to dive into the pearl. It is such a beautiful piece of the golden pathway. And I so very much feel in my own life as I go through my golden pathway that I am am truly getting to the place of connecting with my pearl and connecting to the full creative capacity and expression as I am to be on the planet. And this has just been not only confirmation, but it has been opening and awakening and guiding work to allow me to continue as I read and reread this beautiful book that you have created. Yeah, thank you, Simran. Um, it's a pleasure to be you know, talking about the pearl in a way it's because I've just completed the pearl aspect of the, the third part of the golden path. I just completed the online 
part of it. And um, uh, it's been an amazing teaching for me personally, actually, um, to really dive into the, the meaning of prosperity. And uh, the pearl is a, is a deep contemplation on what that word means. And one of the things it really brings to attention is the difference between wealth and prosperity. And uh, wealth being a stockpiling of um, money or you know, resources or territory. Um, and prosperity being a flow in and out and in and out of resources. And, um, and also the pearl is about simplicity. And uh, one of the things that I've really realized is uh, through contemplating it in real depth is that, you know, the more stuff you have or the more money you have, the more complicated your life becomes. Yeah. And, and, we all, and we all really yearn for more, you know, and we're actually what we're, what we're doing is we're actually complicating. We're yearning for more complexity. And uh, what we need to be yearning for is more simplicity, <laughs> Um, but it's funny how people complicate their lives without even meaning to in so many different ways, in, in so many different ways. And uh, the pearl, what it does as you enter into it is it strips you down you know, because it asks these very, very basic questions over and over again. And it asks you what the, the main question it asks is what is essential in your life? What is essential? And then it it begins to kind of shave off the inessential, you know, of your life, and that means in your opinions, what's essential in your mind, in your emotions, what's essential in your house, what is essential of your belongings, you know. And essential often is, in terms of belongings, it's often something that's either very practical or very beautiful, hopefully both. Um, but um, so the, the pearl is a, is a slimming down for many of us. And it, even though it's about prosperity, that may make, make people think, oh, I'm going to make lots of money out of this. That depends. You may make less. <laughs> it depends on you. It depends on your pearl. It depends on your purpose, you know, and the rest of your golden path, what it's all building towards. When your heart really opens up in the Venus sequence, then the pearl is your reward. But the reward can come in many different ways it doesn't have to come through money you know it depends on your specific gene keys your lines and what what simplicity really means for you you know what does it mean um to be truly prosperous healthy happy you know prosperous in your relationships prosperous at all levels and this is the this is the discussion and the dialogue that the pearl opens up um but it's a really nice uh, teaching. I think it's a sort of it's very needed in the commercial world that we live in, you know, especially in the spiritual commercial world, um, you know, because it it asks many questions of us. Like uh, it, it challenges some of the preconceived ways in which we think we have to do business. And um, yeah, it's it's really really interesting. It does, of course, talk about money and our relationship to money. Um, and it gives us a deep clarity around money and it reframes our whole view around money and it makes us, I hope, a lot more relaxed in our outlook. You know, what I discovered in embarking on the Rebel Road 
uh, I left an 18-year arranged marriage, and I walked away from everything because there was so much pain in that marriage that I really just didn't want any memories. So I took took nothing. I just I took my my things that were just mine, and. Mm. I started to discover very quickly as, as I was living in this thirteen, uh, this thirty-one foot by seven foot RV, how mm-hmm. little we really do need. That we mm-hmm. we buy into this idea of excess. I mean, I came from a very secure lifestyle where there was plenty of money, um, where where we lived in a fourteen thousand square foot home, ridiculous, mm-hmm. fourteen thousand square foot home, and here I've left this marriage, and so now I have no property no car, no nothing, and having to start over. And so my vehicle is this 31-foot by 7-foot space. And I felt wealthier in that space with the rich relationships I was having, with the connections I was creating, with the experiences I was embodying than I ever did in the past years in that so-called security. Mm -hmm. And I also discovered how we can come up with exactly what we need. There may not be excess, like you said, when we embark on what it is we truly desire. It may not produce the excess, but I always ended up penny for penny for exactly what we needed to have. And that was an amazing experience. And the final experience that was so profound, because we went on the Rebel Road Tour, we had a certain charge for the tickets just to try to cover the expenses of gas and campground fees and different things. And so we charged that, and the entire first leg of the tour, we made um, just exactly the amount to cover those expenses. Mm -hmm. And then we were invited to one place in McAllen, Texas, the very last place we've been to, and they wanted to do the event by love offering and not charge anything. They don't ever charge anything for any of their events, and then they wanted to turn around and give the entire love offering to me. That one event that was done in that way without a fee, just fully in service, fully giving on all behalf of all of us, ended up creating as much as we had created on the entire first leg, 42 events. Wow. Of, the, of the first leg of the tour. And it just goes to show that if we are willing enough and courageous enough to step into different forms of exchange, that there can actually be possibility for greater good on all fronts. And that would be true prosperity. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the core of the pearl is is one word, philanthropy. You know, it's about philanthropy. Uh, that doesn't mean just giving away. It means carefully uh, reinvesting your, not just your money, but reinvesting your energy and your resources. So in other words, you give your resources and your energy to places where um, the the gift frequency or the city is emerging. You don't give it to the shadow. That doesn't mean you ignore the shadow, but it means you don't feed the shadow. You know, so it's about an investment at a deep level of your being. Um, yeah, and I love that about the pearl, and I've actually structured into the pearl itself, and um, the, uh, the, the price of the pearl that I'm charging, um, I'm uh, giving a third of it into a philanthropic fund, and mm. I'm encouraging everyone who's involved in the Gene Keys, there are lots of uh, people who are invited in the pearl, after doing the pearl, if they want to become an affiliate, um, that I can talk about that some other time, but um, then they they get a, a major percentage of the Golden Path program, and 
um, I'm encouraging everyone to to open up their own philanthropic funds so that so that this teaching can help local communities around the world as a byproduct of what it does. Um, because I think it's you know that's that that kind of spreading of goodwill is uh, is what it's all about, and uh, certainly that's what this teaching is about. And its whole the whole way in which you come into it is it leads you down that route, the same route that you're talking about. Um, and within there are miracles, as, like the one you just said. You know, the pearl is about miracles. You know, miracles can occur. I mean, we call them miracles because we don't understand them, <laughs> but they're aspects of grace um, that we weren't often expecting. So, yeah, the pearl Absolutely. is about that. Yes, as you enter the gene keys, you are stepping into a world of words. The words themselves are simply pointers and codes that invite you to move into a state that lies beyond words. All words resonate within the chambers of your body. They carry frequencies in and out of your being. Your DNA is so incredibly sensitive that it hears everything and responds accordingly. These are the specific word codes that relate to each of the 64 gene keys, and it spans the spectrum and is divided into the three levels or frequency bands known as the shadow, the gift, and the city. I invite you to discover Richard Rudd's work. You can go to genekeys.com or click any of the links below. If you do click the links below, they do also support the Rebel Road Tour, uh, as we are an affiliate of Richard Rudd's as well. In addition, I invite you to discover my two books, Conversations with the Universe, How the World Speaks to Us, in addition to my latest book that has just released that has a beautiful uh, foreword written by Richard Rudd, which I'm so honored to receive, and that book is entitled Your Journey to Enlightenment, 12 Guiding Principles of Love, Courage, and Commitment in the New Dawn. We'll be right back with Richard Rudd. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for better sex? Learn how to have the best sex of your life when you join Ellen Etoff and her program, Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. You'll explore every aspect of love, sex, and intimacy, and discover new realms of possibility, including the spiritual dimensions of sex. It's an adults-only world with guest experts sharing valuable tips and techniques and so much more. Cultivate the powerful energies of sexuality and an undefended heart. Listen and join in live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron-singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. Consciousness is your personal genetic programming language. It's really a neuro-linguistic alphabet, which is to say that you apply these words and their meanings to your own life. They will deprogram and reprogram your genes with healthy, high-frequency electromagnetic signals. The goal of the gene keys is to first deprogram your DNA of all of its low-frequency patterns, also known as the shadows. Then it reprograms yourselves with the higher-frequency patterns of your genius, which are the gifts and the cities. The Gene Keys is a highly specific language whose purpose is to communicate directly with your genes in order to adapt their functioning and affect the transformation throughout your whole being. The primary means of working with the Gene Keys is through the art of contemplation, a playful but sustained method of ingesting the truths that they contain. You can find out more about the Gene Keys at GeneKeys.com or click the links below in addition to finding out the many dates and places that Richard will be on tour. Uh, as of now, actually, he will be in Canada and both the United States, so I invite you to explore that with him. And if you are somewhere else, I definitely invite you to explore his Golden Pathway program that is online. It is now complete with all levels, all sequences that you would want to discover as he has just loaded the pearl sequence as well. So definitely look into that. So let's talk about the pearl, Richard. Let's talk about what this looks like so that people can understand um, kind of what it means in their life as they go into their own contemplations of their golden pathway. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it has a slight reminiscence to uh, the very first sequence, the activation sequence, because it has these uh, three pathways, um, four really, but it's, you know, the pathway of initiative and then growth and then service. And those three together create the pearl. It's like um, initiative is about you going out there. You have to go out there and do it. You know, whatever your dream is inside you, you know, the, that sphere of vocation. You notice the vocation comes from the wound, the core wound. Out of our wound comes our calling, comes our work, comes the, the inner calling that will eventually become our life's work. And uh, you have to take the initiative. That's the first thing. Um, An initiative is contemplation in action. You have to act from your heart, from your vocation. This is why the pearl comes after the Venus sequence. These are sequences uh, that, that once the heart opens, then we're ready to go out into the world and stir the currents of fate. And the first thing that happens is we stir the pot. It's called the sphere of culture. And uh, our initiative, uh, it engenders um, a response of some form from the universe. That's what the culture is. The culture refers to, you know, uh, what our synchronicity stirs in the universal uh, field. So, looking at yours, you you have the the line one, and the line. It's interesting. 
line one. I have a line one there too. And the line one is, is about going it alone. It's the entrepreneur. Um, but that doesn't mean you're alone. It just means you step off the ledge first. It's about being the spearhead of a movement. It's like being the vanguard. And the 40th gene key draws its strength from aloneness. So although, your vocation, although the vocation is to help others let go of their shame, the way it works is for you to be the wellspring. You know, and the 40th gene key is, is exhaustion, resolve, and divine will. So you get exhausted when you don't give yourself time for yourself and your own inspirational process. You know, that's, you know, that's essential here, that, that resolve. You know, when you get sucked into those areas where your gifts don't lie. And the gift of resolve says that when you follow your initiative from your heart, you'll always complete what you began. And your whole support network, your fractal, I call it, it forms around the creativity that arises from that aloneness. That, and divine will, I love divine will, because it's about relaxation. It's about complete relaxation. It's about being deeply relaxed in your physical body. And this is the energy that you put out into the culture, into your business, into your work. And it's what galvanizes people and inspires them and draws them in. And the resolve is staying with the energy no matter what. So um, that's how you put this energy out into the world. Um, I don't know if you've contemplated that for yourself, but uh, it's interesting being a line one. You know, it shows I think you that someone, had someone who's, whose work in life has been so much around self-love that it, it is... is so easy to see when I'm not in that place because I do get exhausted, and then I have mm. to go back into that place of doing nothing, and um, and allowing myself that time to recuperate and to to allow um, allow myself to understand that doing nothing truly is an art, and it is as important as all of the busyness and the doingness that we seem to think is so important. And so I definitely see this. And I think that this period that has occurred now in in being brought back to South Carolina, I could feel the exhaustion once again. And it's I'm in that place of, okay, I need to take some time and really allow myself to sit so the inspiration comes in once again. Yeah. And again, it's the question of what is essential. You know, like one of the things that's essential in our life is to pause uh, and uh, the contemplation is based on pauses. It's based on listening for pauses in our everyday life. And because modern humans are in such a rush, we rush past the pauses of life and we miss nature. You know, we miss the magic. We miss the bird landing on the window ledge because we're looking at our screen. We, you know, we're all these beautiful things that are out there. And pauses of, uh, are essential, and pauses can be short and they can be long. And uh, they're for us to enjoy and, you know, to spend time with the people we love. I mean, really contemplating what is essential is such a powerful uh, thing to do. So, um, as you, you know, take the initiative, as that creative initiative in the pearl drives you out into the world, then... Growth is what is the natural byproduct of initiative. 
And the part that's what the, the you know the conditions of growth are: follow the vocation from your wound and stay with your resolve, and your prosperity will grow and grow. And then you arrive at the apex of the pearl, which is the, called the brand. I'll talk about it in a moment. Well, let's talk about it now. Um, the brand is funny because it's the it's the beginning and the end. It's the it's the sort of it, this is the life's work. It's the same sphere twenty two four. But it's, it's got a different name because it's in a different sequence. So we come right back to the beginning. And this is about refining your message, the brand. It's got, you know, these words from the pearl are taken. They're kind of rather cheekily borrowed from the business community and the keynotes. And I'm, I'm breathing life into these business words. Um, and I like the word brand. Brand is actually a word that originally meant sword. So it's about, whole, it's about our truth. And this is about refining our message and our style. And it's a yours is heart and feelings. You have a fourth line brand, same as mine. So we reach people through our heart. We know we have to touch people's feelings. We have to romance them. You know, it's not about offering them solutions. That would be the fifth line. It's not about offering them security. That would be the first line. You know, it's not about any of those things. You know, this is this is simply that we touch them, that we open we open our hearts and we touch other people's hearts, and we put them in touch with their feelings. That's where you have to focus your message, and and you are, you know. And of course, this is via the the twenty second gene key, graciousness. So you let them feel the softness of that and the femininity and the the spirit and the strength of graciousness. And keep on telling the stories of your transformation, I would say, of your suffering, because that's how the fourth line has its impact, just through telling its own story. Um, that's, it's vital because that's what people, that's what touches people, if that's your brand. And um, yeah, does that make sense to you? It makes total sense. I mean, the show that I've been putting on for the past seven months, it's about, it's storytelling. It is about the journey of the dark merging with the light, of the shadow finding its its illumination, of of love and fear finally finding its union. That is um that is what makes me thrive is to be able to express my heart and my voice and do it in a way that is loving and gentle and tender and beautiful in the richness of both the darkness and the pain as well as the the beauty and the light, and so it, it sounds exactly like like what you've just said. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, getting your brand is a very beautiful thing because it's it it, it allows you to refine uh, the way that you are seen by others, and it's about finding the most comfortable fit for yourself in the work you do in the world. And it's really lovely seeing that you. You know, when you look at the six brands and you see which ones you're not, you go, oh, thank God, I don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't have to offer people solutions. <laughs> thank God. All I have to do is be myself. And, uh, you know, for each person at each level in the golden path, in each sphere, when you look at which one you have, which line you have and which lines you don't have, it's always a relief to see Ah, oh, that's the one I. That fits me perfectly. You know, that's the one that feels right. 
Richard, um, one thing I want to ask you is, um, for each one of us, it's not supposed to look like anybody else, is it? It's We really are supposed to have our own unique genius, our own expression. Rather than being the copycat society, it, it is about discovering what really feels right within yeah. us and allowing it to be that special. Absolutely. Of course, that's why the first path of the pearl is called initiative, because so many people don't take the initiative. They just don't, they never actually embark on this journey. You know, it's because their hearts haven't opened, in, you know, the Venus sequence hasn't opened in them, which means that they, the initiative is not something that occurs to people, because it, the initiative is an energy that comes from the heart. It, it leaps out into the void, and um, most people don't do that. And you know, initiative that comes from the heart is what creates, you know, it gets to the pearl. And, the you know, initiative without the heart, plenty of people do that. Plenty of businessmen or businesswomen, you know, they can be very successful. They can create growth. They don't pour it back into the service generally, you know, because that's when you don't create the loop. You know, if it doesn't come from the heart, that third pathway is what creates the kind of closure in the system and drives the transformation into the pearl so that when we look at the pearl sphere that's where you really see that's your harvest you know and uh, you know it's your good fortune it's where the miracles can occur and the fifth line is you have a fifth line that's about power but really it's devotion you know because you have the city so it's the power of devotion and it brings your whole golden path into focus because this is the essence of prosperity through you for you it's you are someone that prospers through relationships, you know, through your own commitment to your heart. And it's the power of love as devotion. That's your pearl. I've got a bit of, um, I've just taken this out from my new uh, Treading the Golden Path book. No one's read this yet. But I thought I'd read you line five. Yes. Uh, if you don't mind. <laughs> it's not Please. very long. Uh, line five is a line of responsibility. Uh, it takes courage in life. To assume the mantle of responsibility. Many may come to depend on you. The fifth line does this as naturally as breathing. The fifth line is here to shape humanity at a much broader level than most of the other lines. Its gift is about wielding power. And power can be held tightly or it can be applied with a soft touch. The fifth line knows that it will always have the greatest impact when it allows others to be self-empowered. Which requires the very lightest of touches. So with a fifth line pearl, you're here to bring great positive change into the world. And if you have a fifth line pearl, then you need to expand your vision of yourself to fit such a mission. You're not here to hide your light away, but to stand tall and breathe life into your lungs. Deep mm. into your lungs. And, um, you know... Beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's like... Um, if you have a, depending on what your pearl is, it tells you a lot about the kind of fortune that's going to come your way. Um, like a first line pearl is simplicity, right? And those are people that they they in their heart of hearts they just want a very very simple life. If you have a fifth line pearl like you, it mean it doesn't mean you're going to have a complicated life, but it means you're going to have an interesting life, a public life. A life full of all kinds of things, a life with responsibility, but not necessarily responsibility as weight or heaviness or, or you know, a lot of stuff to do. It's the responsibility of 
being someone that people look to because you carry that devotion, because you carry that energy in your heart that everyone is looking for. That's Richard, a responsibility. So many people, I think one of the biggest issues right now, and, and one of the things that I try to say to people as I go around, is number one, we, we, we really don't have need for teachers and gurus anymore, that this is the time for examples, for us to be examples of our mastery, and that we are each masters walking. But one of the greatest challenges I find for a lot of people is they cannot see their own mastery. They cannot see uh, who it is that they are. How how would you advise someone uh, clear the vision that they have to be able to see what it is that is their highest expression so that there at least is the opportunity for that to unfold? Because mm. if we can't really see it, we can't achieve it, correct? No, exactly. Well, it's this. Um, it's the three phases of the golden path, you know, the... I mean, I'm not saying people have to do the golden path, but it shows what is required. It requires purpose, a connection to your purpose, and your purpose is in your body. It means you have to have a connection to your body. To what? That's the primary thing. You have to be connected to your physical body. You have to like being in your body at some level. You have to be able to feel what's going on in there. And the next stage is the heart. You have to be able to hear the messages from inside your heart even if there's a lot of wounding in there which there is for most of us you have to be able to see that little tiny glimmer of light and kindle that flame and kindle it every day more and more inside yourself so that that little child inside you comes alive again and when that child when that light becomes brighter then sooner or later you're going to take you're going to go okay i'm off i'm going to take the initiative i'm going to take the leap and when you take the leap that's when everything changes. So it's those three phases. You know, it's the connecting with your physical body and your, you know, first, you've got to be present and then rekindle the heart, open the heart, bring it back to life. And then when the heart comes alive more and more in layers, take the initiative, do something bold, do something crazy, do something that your heart, the child in you wants to do. And then everything kind of comes to meet you. I mean, you know what that's like. This is the real work of the Gene Keys, to give you an inner language that allows you to face the unconscious fears that work inside of you. Just by dint of being born, you have inherited some ancestral memories and fears that have actually no root in your current lifetime. The 64 shadows, you will notice that each one operates either through a repressed expression or a reactive expression. Depending on your character, your culture, the nature of your childhood conditioning, you are more likely to act upon one more than the other of these energetic patterns. The repressed nature manifests as a more introverted psychological pattern rooted in fear, whereas the reactive nature is more extroverted and manifests as anger, which is really fear turned outwards. It is the common for many human beings to move and swing between both of these poles, so it's important to consider both. The Gene Keys, and particularly their shadows, are the foundation of this journey, and it's about becoming authentic. When you know and understand your own shadows, you become an authentic human being, one whose frequency automatically evolves to higher and higher levels through the power of self-acceptance. This is the work of Richard Rudd, Gene Keys, Unlocking the Higher Purpose Hidden in Your DNA. I invite you to explore the websites at the links below and discover your golden pathway. You can uh, register for your own free charting and have that sent to you 
you. And then once you have that, dive into the online program and move through your activation sequence, the Venus sequence and the pearl so that you discover the various places that your shadows appear, that your gifts are available and your highest highest expression is accessible. We'll be right back with Richard Rudd. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron-singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. One of the biggest insights into the Gene Keys comes from a close understanding of the pairing of shadows, gifts, and siddhis. As the ancient Chinese sages developed the I Ching, their book of changes, they discovered many different ways of adapting and amplifying their revelation. A major breakthrough came when the 64 archetypes, known as hexagrams, were arranged in a circle as opposed to being seen in linear sequence from 1 to 64. This circular arrangement of the Gene Keys allows you to see how each Gene Key operates as one half of a binary programming field. When you contemplate the gene keys alongside their programming partners, you can see how these genetic pairings create biofeedback loops within your body, mind, and emotions, either blocking or releasing the higher frequencies. I am with Richard Rudd, the creator of The Golden Pathway and the author of Gene Keys, Unlocking the Higher Purpose Hidden in Your DNA. He's going to be touring in the United States and Canada, so I invite you to go to the website. You can click on the links below and access some of the dates and places in case you get the opportunity to be in his presence and really dive into this work with him. It is most beautiful, and if not, definitely tap into the online program that he has created. It is beautiful and profound, and you will begin to see yourself 
and see life in whole new ways as you discover your own golden pathway. Richard, talk about the programming partners and and how as we move through these gene keys, if we're reading the book or doing the online program, um, how we look at our golden pathway and the keys within it, and then what we do with those that are the the opposite programming partners. Well, it's a nice way to, there are many different ways of using the gene keys. You know, we have looked at the golden path and um, there are many intuitive ways of using the, the knowledge as well. And I always really strongly encourage people to find their own imaginative way through the gene keys. And uh, using the programming partners is quite nice because it means that you have, um, you know, there are 64 gene keys, so there are 32 partners and uh, you can if you're if you're contemplating one gene key, then it's always very valuable to contemplate as partner, um, and you, because you'll be looking at a whole different set of um, archetypes, but they in, they connect directly, and so it's a it's it adds a lift and a depth of insight to your contemplation, and um, under it gives you a deeper potential to understand what that. Act at what that archetype is really about in your life. What is that pattern that's emerging for you? And as I said earlier, when you're really contemplating these things, these these keys in your life, they tend to show up in front of you. So if you're contemplating, let's say, the 49th gene key, which is about reaction and revolution, then you'll probably find that it'll show up. Someone will react to you pretty soon or you'll react there'll be a revolution and you will be given the opportunity to kind of find the potential in that shadow pattern and release its gift and that's really what the jinkies are all about i mean we've we've explored a lot but if i bring it back down to the very basics i that the essence of the gene keys is is really that it's in inside every shadow there lies a gift and so this teaching points you towards the shadows which are everywhere all the time anyway so it's about transforming our suffering now how we do one thing is how we do everything so we can apply the gene keys to every aspect of our life it can be our partner in in marriage or romance, but it could equally be our businesses. It could equally be uh, any other type of experience in our life. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's what you said, how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. It's a real truth. So um, this is a knowledge that is about, you know, it's about something you bring alive in your everyday life, and it's designed for modern life. It's designed for people who are kind of busy about their day. And I mentioned earlier the, the power of pauses, that the contemplative space is always there. You know, on my courses, I, I lead people in, within five minutes into a state of contemplation. And it's a very simple space, state. state. We all know it. Um, but it's, it's just below the conscious uh, awaking sense uh, you know when we're awake in the day it's, it's like a, a slightly dreamy space but it's uh, but you're very available 
And when we drop into a pause in the day, it can be a red light at the traffic lights or it can be standing in a queue. Uh, you know, there's always pauses that come to us. And if you're alert, the contemplative space is something you can inhabit more and more of in your day. And it means that you're going to have a very, very pleasant day. And you'll get to the end of that day. And instead of thinking, God, where's the day gone? You'll be thinking, what a great day I've had. And it, it's such a different way of living for most of us. And it's so needed in our modern world is this slowing down inside ourselves. Even while we're kind of rushing on the surface, as long as the inner, the inner uh, essence is at ease, then we, are, we have a great life. We have a great day. We have a great experience. Um, it's as simple as that. Now, I have found for, for my own uh, personal realization, and I've, and I've been reading the Gene Keys since I first came upon it about four years ago, that every time I read, I go deeper. And, and we, we've come to know that everything is a spiral, no different than our DNA. Everything is a spiral continually going uh, to a central point. Talk about um, how that works with the Gene Keys. How is this a spiral? And every time we have another experience and we read the passage one more time, that we're taken to another level or layer or uh, inward spiral of ourselves. Yes. Well, c- contemplation um, is the is the beginning, and contemplation is a is the digestion of universal truth. At a certain point, as we go deeper in our contemplation, uh, it first it starts being mental. You know, so the first thing we do when we come to the gene keys is we begin to study them and we think about them, and we roll them around the concepts and we begin to enter into them with our mind. And then after a while, you begin after you've had a few breakthroughs and epiphanies, you begin to realize that it's kind of got into you in another way. And it begins to become part of your emotional life, you know, particularly the Venus sequence that helps you to apply that to your emotions. And it begins to kind of saturate you because, as I said, these are universal truths. And, uh, and then even deeper than that, it begins to kind of move into your physical body deeper, right into the cells, right into the DNA itself. Um, and we become saturated with the truths and it doesn't really matter which one we're doing at that stage. You know, it doesn't matter which gene key you're doing, which order. In fact, it might not even be, you know, you might just hover on a sentence that comes out at you and that sentence becomes your contemplation. I mean, I've had a couple of sentences that I contemplate regularly on and off for, 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 for several years and I don't even know why, but I just, they just stick inside me. And it's very simple. As those truths go deeper into us, we enter a state called absorption. And absorption is when the light in our aura begins to feed off itself. And it's, uh, it's a little bit of an ecstatic state uh, because we begin to quicken our frequency. You know, and we begin to kind of be on the cusp of what I call the city in the Gene Keys, you know, which is the highest frequency available to us. And so flashes of inspiration and illumination and um, awakening begin to uh, occur to us. And the final um, phase 
is called embodiment. I call it embodiment. It's when we have truly kind of landed in our life and the city is there and the shadow is there, but it's all integrated. It's, uh, we, you know, everything is integrated into itself. So even, you know, even though we may still kind of have remnants of the shadow patterns occurring in our life, they're surrounded and wrapped in the compassion that comes from the city. And it means that even when we get triggered by something difficult, then within a, within a very, very short time, we're able to go straight back into our essence and drop back into our breath pattern. And our heart is no longer wounded in the same way in which it was. So it, it goes deeper and deeper over time. The gene keys take time. You know, it's a, it's a, we have to do the work. We have to be the change. It may take you a year just to get started, but what a year you'll have. So this is something that really you have to dedicate yourself to. As you said early on, you know, you can't be half-hearted. You might as well just run headlong into it. Um, and that's what uh, seems to be happening with people anyway. So uh, people are really getting a lot out of the system, and um, as am I. So we, we do have this deceptive intelligence that is at work within us at times, and so there are going to be these moments where we really want to believe that we're in our city aspect, and, and we can't possibly be in our shadows. We've, we've gotten past <laughs> that, and we've grown beyond that, and that's not who we are anymore. Um, the question is, number one, how do we avoid that deceptive ego intelligence? And and is it actually possible right now for people to attain the city aspect, or is that simply where we're headed, but... Um, but but something that perhaps is still at a bit of a distance for for most of us. Yeah, it's funny, you know. Uh, the um, it's not in the distance at all, actually. Um, this is what I'm learning myself, you know, because the gene keys are constantly informing me from inside me. And what I realized, and I'm realizing constantly, is that um, my my latest revelation is um, that the the shadow and the city are kind of one and the same. Mm. And, and you know, the, the, the city is inside the shadow. And so that's why the shadow is this, is this you know, our, our pain is, our, is the root, the direct root to the higher consciousness. That's how, that's how you avoid the pitfall, by, by going down. You know, the way to heaven is down. It's not up. If you go up, that's how you kind of, <laughs> that's how you get lost. You know, people looking for the light up there in the angels. Right. You know, yeah. that's where you get lost. You have to keep being real. You have to keep, you know, you have to keep with the everyday. You have to keep with your ordinary life. You know, you have to keep in the marketplace. We are humans. We are here to be ordinary people. You know, and that's what's needed. And in that ordinariness, we we can be extraordinary. But mm-hmm. it's about not avoiding the things of the responsibilities of life: children, parent, you know, marriage, all those things. You know, those are things that we they have enough challenges in them to kind of last us a lifetime. So that it's about going into things instead of facing away from them and trying to escape. 
And uh, what I've also realized is that the gift, the gift is really in the gift. The gift is where the work is. The gift is the creative impulse. So really look at the gifts in your profile and see, well, what is my creative impulse in the world? How does it manifest? You know, and that's a very beautiful thing to contemplate and then to, to go out and act on. You know, what is the creative impulse, evolutionary impulse in me want to do? What does it want to show up as? You know, that's what the gift is all about. You know, in your, in your work, you write that uh, we don't even know we're in our When we're in our chaos of our life, we don't even realize we're in our shadows. So it almost sounds as if those that are so embedded in their shadows are the ones that need this work the most. But how do they come to the realization that they're even in their shadows enough to require this work uh, so that they are able to step out of those places and be more aware of their gifts? Well, I think that people um, know when they're in their shadows, really. Um, it, it, whenever we, whenever we suffer, whenever we feel pain, then you know it's it's about how we respond or react to that. Um, the shadow is everywhere all the time. It's not our enemy. In a way, it's our ally, and uh, we have to kind of treat it softly. I mean, I I think that's the key. Really, is that for people who are not sure or they're confused or. Um, approach life and approach this wisdom certainly with softness um, go into it softly don't be, you don't need to be tense you don't need to be um, confused you can just say well I don't understand this yet I'm just going to go in gently and take your time and that's a good rule for everything to go in with softness um, mm-hmm. and an open heart uh, because that's how truth emerges it doesn't emerge through tension through stress through pressure it emerges through softness through relaxedness through ease and uh, that's really what i hope is at the heart of these teachings and even though they they're quite they 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 appear quite complex i mean they're not really once you get into them it's the same thing repeating over and over again but just through different forms and, uh, you know, I always hear myself, I think, oh, off, off he goes again. I'm saying the same things over, over and over again in different ways. Well, I want ways. to thank you. I want to thank you, Richard, for being on the show and for this wonderful series of thank shows you. to really help people discover something profound. The Gene Keys is an invitation to begin a new journey in your life. Regardless of outer circumstances, every person has something beautiful hidden inside of them. The sole purpose of the Gene Keys is to bring forth that beauty, to ignite the eternal spark of genius that sets you apart from everyone else. This is a complete set of teachings designed for modern life. Through the ancient art of gentle contemplation and through reading and applying the wisdom of the Gene Keys, you may discover the true higher purpose in your life. Just click on any of the links below and connect to Richard Rudd and the beautiful work that he has created online as The Golden Pathway and his book, Gene Keys. In love, of love, with love, and as love, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. 
Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.